Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. What is going on, Cold Speed Nation? As always, I am your host, Rondo Griffin, back again. Spotify crowd, we've been listening to you. We know we've been slacking on the content for you guys, but we are back. Unfortunately, my co-host, Anthony Gula, cannot be here this time, but I do have a guest for you guys. As always, you know what it is. It's the game preview coming up. Primetime matchup Saturday. The Colts finally getting that national recognition, and what an opponent to bring in on primetime at that. It is the New England Patriots. As Ballard said years ago, the rivalry is back on, but let me enough of myself. Let me bring in my guest for the show, Louis from the Real Guys Talks podcast. Welcome to the B and by all means, they appreciate you having here, bro. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Finally got to come through. It's been a little while. We've known each other for a little bit, shared each other's content, a little banter on the timeline. I'm finally great to be here. I'm glad we had this matchup this year, so we were able to get this in. Yeah, definitely. You know, and speaking of the matchup, it it's basically playoff time. You know, this is a very important match for both teams. Patriots sitting at number one in the conference. The Colts. Due to after the Bible, we jump up to number six, you know, so it's a very important game for both sides. But let, let's get to the real nitty gritty. You know, we brought you on here, obviously, to talk about the other side. So let's talk the Patriots because it, I think the best way to put it has been unbelievable. It, it, it's a really a one year rebuild turnaround. And let's we'll just be honest like, did you really foresee this coming? Not this great so fast, but um, in our preview videos, when we did do the AFC East, I did say we'd get around 10 wins and be like a Six, maybe the seventh seed around there. We'd still be able to make the playoffs because our defense was still pretty much all the same and our team was still solid. But at number one at this point of the season, very shocking. I, I will say I was not quite expecting us to have this huge of a turnaround after the seven and nine season last year. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like on our show, we didn't do much of a entire conference preview. You know, we, we did highlight the pages of the team that, that could be sneaky. But no, I think you said it greatly. You know, nine and four at this point, number one in the conference. You know, I don't think even the homers saw that coming. And let, let's get into it a little bit because in the offseason, it was kind of unique in that you really don't see Belichick go out and spend money like that. But the Patriots really splashed the market. And I want to say, with the exception of, you know, John U. Smith from tight end position, nearly all your free agent signings have been hitting and killing it. So, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I love the Hunt Henry acquisition. It has been great. It's proven he's pretty much Mac's favorite red zone target on point. Love it. It's been great connection. Janu has sort of been a little bit of a hit and miss, has some games. We kind of get him involved in screen games, sort of up the middle. He runs the ball a little bit. We try to do a little bit different with him. Judon has really been, like, the star so glad he's literally having a career year with us after spending the last few seasons in Baltimore. So he's been able to just turn our defense into a whole nother level. So that has been really great. He's been like the key, key acquisition. Aguilar and Bourne, not too bad. Bourne has been on a little bit more of the upper side of, 
of the two so far, but so far so good. Can't complain too much. Yeah, you know, and definitely, you know, Matthew, Matthew Judon, he's been absolutely, you know, killing it easily. A defensive player of the year, a candidate. Really, it, 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 it's. It kind of brings up the question because you saw it last season of how, like you mentioned, you know, Patriots go seven and nine, up up and down season, no really consistency, and the narrative was, oh, okay, Belichick needed Brady, but you see this one year turnaround. You know, I said it on a previous show where I was just like, you can't really separate the two; they're both great. You put them together, you get even greater things. I think it might have been Cliff Kingsbury who said, as long as Belichick's in the league, he needs to be coached here you know, every single season. And obviously as a Colts fan, you know, like obviously the rivalry there, I'm not going to lie. I do hate the Patriots, but you have to give that man credit because what he does is absolutely unheard of. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, if anyone's watched that Buffalo game, you see what happened to Buffalo like that, that can't even believe that happened. Belichick will figure out a way to win, whether it's in a storm, whether he has a rookie quarterback, bad offensive line, bad defense. Last year, we had a whole bunch of guys out. I believe we had 11 opt-outs last year. Still managed to win seven games. Belichick always figures it out. Always figure it out. But I can't agree. Sort of having Brady with him, it's just greatness on greatness. It's tough to beat that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and so let, let's talk quarterbacks now because obviously, you know, Brady's been gone two years now. The Cam Newton exper- experiment, which personally I thought last year, I thought Belichick was going to revive MVP Cam. It, it didn't happen. But let, let's talk about Mac Jones because. Definitely coming into the draft, into the season, Alabama quarterback, those guys typically never pan out. You look at New England's weapons or lack thereof weapons. I mean, you know, Jacoby Myers is nice, but there's really nobody there. And uh, by all means, Mac Jones hasn't been, you know, stuffing the stat sheet and absolutely demolishing records or anything, but he's definitely played more than adequate. He's a candidate for rookie of the year. Let's talk about the, the young quarterback into the Belichick system. It brings it back up of, oh, is Mac Jones another system quarterback? Is it is it Belichick? Is it him? But let, let's talk about him. How have you thought about his performance so far to the season? I am in love with it. So far, so good. He's gotten us this far, 9-4 and four record. We're get, racking up wins, whether it's good teams or bad teams. We're able to beat teams like the Chargers this year. We were able to roll over the um, – the Browns, he's he's played some pretty big games. He's gone up against other young quarterbacks. We've seen him against Zach Wilson twice. He played against Herbert. We've seen him with Baker. So he's showing where he can match up with these guys, so that's always good. He's been efficient, 70%, 16 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Sort of just been sort of game managing, getting us in good situations. High conversion on third and fourth down. He's been efficient, doing everything, not running out of the pocket, running crazy, not throwing a whole bunch of picks, getting racking up a bunch of fumbles, just keeping the ball getting it to the guys, keeping our defense, giving our defense a chance to make stops and giving our offense a chance to produce points. Yeah, you know, and definitely, especially in a situation of where he got drafted into, I've always said it's a better situation for rookie quarterbacks when they come into teams who aren't necessarily like a quarterback away, but not necessarily bottom feeders either. You know, with the Patriots, similar to us, you guys are a defensive team first. Essentially, Mac Jones just needs to come in and not mess it up. Maybe yep. not even completely be a game manager, but you ne- you never necessarily need him to go out and win you games. And even then, you know, let's talk about the backfield a little bit because it's been a thing of Belichick. I feel like the running backs in New England have always been a revolving door. And yet they, for the most part, never miss a beat. You know, and obviously fantasy-wise, you know, I have Damian Harris and he's been solid for me, but how many teams in the league is Damian Harris going to start on? I'm going to say not many. No, that that's the thing with Belichick this year. We've 
fully committed into the running back by committee. We have four guys at any point in time that can just sort of run in and do it their thing. Would have had five if White would have been able to stay healthy and be our pass catcher out of the backfield, but it's it's just the way it goes. Everybody gets their their run. We have the power back guys. We have guys that have the burst. Um, so it's really been working out. I have Damian Harris in fantasy too. It's been a little, it's been kind of hit or miss. He had a really bad game against Tampa where he wasn't really to move anywhere. Um, but then we saw how they were able to just run the ball all over Buffalo and really just showed Buffalo and imposed their will on Buffalo and just beat Buffalo down. But we don't, we don't quite got the tank you guys got back there. <laughs> You know, yeah, definitely. Obviously, you know, Jonathan Taylor, 28, what he's done this season has been absolutely ridiculous. You know, I, I've said on this show, like, I, I had a high expectation for him, but the fact that he's exceeded those expectations is absolutely unreal. What he's been able to do is unbelievable. And, you know, dealing with the fact of, you know, Henry's kind of had the, the mantle of being the best back in the league. Taylor's coming for that. Oh, you know, yeah. I... You know, and I've been the one where I'm just like, you know, let's chill. He's not there. He's not there. And then Taylor just goes off on a string. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm not going to argue anymore because that that man's unstoppable and good luck. So, let, in fact, let, let's get into that because I said this on a previous show. One of Belichick's specialties, I was being a defensive guy, is neutralizing other teams, you know, go-to guys. And so, by all means, yeah, Taylor has been on this absolutely run, but, you know, he's probably facing his biggest test because, again, you know, this is Belichick's forte. He does that. He takes out other teams, you know, top guys. So obviously you're the, you're the Patriots guy. You can highlight more people than I can. Well, who are the guys looking to stop JT and how, how is it going to come around being that making that effort? It's really going to have to be filling up the hole. Barmore, our rookie tackle, um, deep tackle is going to have to really step it up. Uh, Judon's going to have to make sure he doesn't let him get too loose on the outside. Guys like Duggar and, um, Kyle Van Noy, Hightower, all those guys have to make sure they fill up the box. He has 16 rushing touchdowns, 5.6 yards per carry. That is just insane. Like, he's running all over everybody. He's averaging 103 yards per game rushing. Like, he's just bound to break off one to two really good runs, 16 touchdowns. He's basically good for a touchdown a game on the ground. So it's going to be a lot of work. We've only given up 16 touchdowns, uh, six touchdowns on the ground this year. So we're able to stop running backs from getting in the end zone. So it's really going to be a key matchup on how are those guys going to be able to contain them up front because that offensive line isn't really just going to let us get in there and move them around either because you guys have one of the more underrated offensive lines yourselves. You know, yeah, definitely. And really the crazy thing on Taylor is that jo uh, Joe Mixon actually has more carries than him, yet Taylor outrushes him by like 300 yards. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was the same thing before Henry went down is that Taylor passed him in yards and still didn't even pass him in attempts yet. So it's not so much that he's even, like, getting touches. It's the fact that he's doing it efficiently. You know, and obviously you mentioned touchdowns. You know, it's been absolutely necessary because similar to Mac Jones with you guys and how you don't necessarily need him to win you games, it was like that for us bringing Ann Carson Wentz. We didn't need him to come in and be the savior. We just essentially need to come him, him to come in and not mess it up. You know, talking about our O-line, it was the forte of the offseason coming in. It, it, it was definitely shaky start off. We've seen to kind of find our footing now. Still some questions there. Definitely Eric Fisher hasn't been as ex as expected, but that, that'll get better. But he's going to face a big test, obviously, because, you know, we talked about Matthew, Matthew Judon earlier. That That's a that's a dog coming off the edge right there, you know, and if we're going to win, it's going to have to come to neutralize them. By all means, yes, we have JT, but, he, you know, can't hand him the ball every single play. Like, you guys aren't the Bills. You can't just have your quarterback throw to you three times. 
But uh, so we, we talked about the running back and the linebacker matchup. Let, let's go to the outside because we've had a young stud in Michael Pittman who has been, you know, stepping up, stepping into that number one mantle. But he's going to get a nice test in J.C. Jackson, who is a very underrated corner in this league. You know, you could argue he's a top five at best. Yeah, I have Michael, Port- Michael Pittman Jr. circled down as one of my game records for this game mm-hmm. because Carson Wentz goes to him on almost anything. He, I remember a few weeks ago, I was watching their game. He whipped it down to him twice on like two 50-yard bombs and got PIs on both of them. Not every time does a completion have to be made in order to move the ball down the field. Just the thought that he can break out and be that vertical threat is going to be huge. So it's going to be a big testament on JC to try to slow him down because that's going to be the, the number one weapon on that outside. It, it's going to be key. Those are That's the key highlight on the outside considering everything that's going to be going out inside the numbers. With JT, we can't sleep on on Pittman at all. And I know the play action's coming. We got to stay awake and be ready because he's going to take the top off. And he's going to try to go for a deep one at least once. Yeah, you know, definitely. The thing I've said really is with receivers in general is most teams either have or they need that guy where the quarterback can just say, you know, just I'll just throw it and you're going to go bail me out. Pittman has definitely been that guy for us this year. Even then, you know, and he's another guy where coming into the season, I was just like, you know, he's going to make nice strides he's not there yet and he's been just like jt has shut me up and exceeded expectations which is absolutely crazy but i'm like i'll take it absolutely you know i'll take it and it's, it's been necessary you know the, the ty hilton swan song he's been injured most of the seasons hasn't been there and really our wide receiver depth chart for the past you know few years no really standout guy zach pasco who's a guy that i love he's a, he's a nice depth guy you know he's not gonna start on most teams but there's a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet but you know you need you need a stat sheet guy and that has been Pittman so let's let's get into game flow a little bit as of right now it is Tuesday when we are recording this Vegas has the Colts as two and a half point favorites now obviously I'm the Colts fan I'm the Colts analyst I don't know if I agree with that but Luis I'll, I'll ask you you know what about that two and a half favorites for the Colts it is kind of surprising considering the Pats are, let me see, I wrote it down here, 6-0 on the road, and this will be a game in Indy where Indy is 3-4. and four. So it is kind of interesting considering we are the team that's hot on the streak right now, but I would, I would assume it is mainly due to the home field. Home field usually gets you about three points or so, kind of depending, and this game is going to be really close, but I think it has a lot of value in on, on that defense, really. Defense and home field, it, it is rather interesting to go in as an underdog Considering we're the number one team in the conference. Definitely different. Yeah, you know, definitely different. I would say maybe the bye week also plays into that. But yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting factor. Obviously, it is only Tuesday. I don't think we're going to get to injuries too much. It, it's still too early to determine that. As of right now, at least for the Colts, I know Ryan Kelly has been activated off of the COVID list. He did not play last week. Or sorry, two weeks ago. And then, as of right now, Zaire Franklin, who's a very important special team linebacker, is currently out. So, Lisa, I'll ask you, is there anyone who is, I guess, on injury watch right now? Uh, nobody right now. We also had our bye week, so hopefully Harris will be all right. He had a little bit of a hammy issue uh, in the Buffalo game, so hopefully he's able to be healthy so we can have our running backs going. Considering he is our number one running back, he leads us in most of all the ca- uh, categories. But if he doesn't, then it is going to be key to see where... Um, Ramondi Stevenson does lie, but Harris right now is sort of that big factor to make sure he's healthy because it's going to make the world of a difference if we're able to have our leading running back in the game. 
You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, it really, bo both these teams going into these games are defense first and kind of run first. So it, it definitely, if Harris can't play, it, it's it's a factor. You know, it, it's going to play into it. Like you know, you mentioned, you know, he's not like a top guy or anything, but he's he's good at what he does. You know, he, he's good enough for what the offense wants to do. Uh, well, over under, they've got it at forty five and a half. Now, I'll be honest, I've been kind of off this entire season when it comes to gauging that. But and I was by all means, this is not a betting podcast. Whatever I say here, do not. Do not take it, you know, with a grain of take it with a grain of salt, essentially. But I would take the under on this game. I, I don't really foresee a high scoring game. And again, as we mentioned, both of these teams are defense and run first. Yeah, I agree. I got the under on that one. I don't think this is going to turn into one of those shootouts that we've been seeing over these last few weeks. All these points going up, forty bombs, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a grinded out game. A lot of clock getting taken off, long drives here and there. Lot of defense, so it's. I don't. I don't think he'll get that that high. We'll probably get around forty something points, but not too too much. They won't be get too much too crazy. It's gonna be a slugfest, more or less. Yeah, you know, definitely. You're we're in for a dog fight. A, a perfect, a really a perfect game to flex into a primetime window. As we mentioned earlier, you know, New England number one in the conference, the Indy number six. It, it's it's gonna have a playoff atmosphere, and absolutely, you know. And you probably really haven't seen this kind of drama between these two teams since the Manning and Brady days. Obviously, I'm not gonna say it's really gonna. It's not gonna obviously equal up to that mantle but it's a definitely a step in the right direction you're you're in for a good football game whether you're a Colts or Patriots fan or just football fan in general you're gonna want to tune in to watch this one like I say it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be good tv before we end it off here Luis well we always as always we end it with let's get a final score prediction and a bold prediction for the game like we say with the rules you know be bold but be within the realm of possibility yeah this is going to be i have the new england winning this nothing crazy i have this at a 24 to 20 game i think it will come down to some late field goals towards the end i don't think we're going to get anything too crazy um happening i just think mac jones is going to do what he does but if harris is out ramondre steven over 100 yards he's due for a big breakout game that is my bold prediction but i i think it's going to be a lot like the Chargers game that we played where we matched up and we had a 24 to 20. I don't think it'll be 42 to seven. Like we had against the Browns or when you guys steamrolled the bills, like I don't think, I hope we're not in for none of that. I'm hoping for a really good game. Cause if we lose by like 30, I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, definitely. Like I, said, I, I could foresee that. Definitely, I, I agree with you. I, it's gonna be a close game. It's definitely gonna be a one possession game. For me, I'm obviously I'm going the other way, and this isn't biased aside, but we, you know, we talked about it a lot. But it's gonna go Colts twenty three, Patriots twenty. Again, I, I, it's gonna be back and forth all game. I don't think no one. I don't think anyone's ever going to jump out to a crazy lead. I think the entire game is gonna forever be one possession. As for my bold prediction. Which I've been kind of off all season, but I'm gonna go for this. And that man, a maniac, is gonna force two fumbles with his patented peanut punch. What he's been working on yet? So two fumbles for big five three. Oh, tough. He's my other game record. Him, that defense, man. That those fumbles. I, how how do you manage to force fourteen fumbles? That's just crazy to me. That's that's insane. That is insane. That's scary. I yeah, coming into the season, the defense said that they wanted 40 takeaways. So, hey, and where you at? let me it, see. 29. Y'all are on the yeah, way. We are on the way there. You know, or like two weeks ago, you know, Kenny Moe was the guy. You know, Leonard's been the guy all season. As I said, he he's rebranded the peanut punch. 
it's absolutely ridiculous, you know. And I remember early in the season him getting flagged because people were saying, "Oh, he lost a step," and he's not going for tackles. I'm just like, you got to look closer. He's he's going for the fumble. He learned from Cleo Mack, and he obviously learned from from Peanut Tilbin. The ball is more important than the man, and hey, he's getting it done. Yeah, that one in four start for you guys this year didn't didn't do you guys justice so much. Like now, people are starting to come around. Like, okay, hold on, the Colts are for real. Yeah, you know, definitely, and obviously, and even with that one in four start, uh, like of those five games, four of those teams were playoff teams last year, and then you and then we had the Dolphins, who we caught them on an injury. But go back to last season, you know, they were a ten win team, so you had five essentially games of no scrubs and. Early on in the season, we still had a lot of questions, but I, a thing I've said on this show for a while is you have to peak at the right time. And we've seen in this league, if you come out strong too early, it backfires. You know, Pittsburgh should know a lot about that. We saw the Rams this year. Rams, we thought the Rams there were going go. to the Super Bowl and they lost three games in a row and now they're like the fraud team. And yeah, no, I agree to that. I mean, we all thought Kansas City was over for Kansas City and now it's like, oh, well, there they go again. Yeah, you know, like, really, something we talked about on the show, it, it's been crazy how this year has been weird that no one really stand, no one's, like, running away with it. I, I've said this, like, for the last, like, three, four weeks. It, it seems like almost any team that makes the postseason could win the title. Really, when, when's the last time you've seen parity like that in the league? Yeah, no, it's been way too long. Like, I don't, I don't know if by the end of the weekend Cincinnati will somehow be like the third seed or something like it's so crazy that's another team like you guys if you guys got a big win you can jump up the Rams kept their hopes alive like this season has been wacky the Ra- the Ravens keep getting all these injuries they who knows and the Bills went from playoffs Super Bowl and MVP favorites to are they even in the playoffs anymore this season has been nuts. Yeah, you know, definitely. And, it, you know, we're, we're in a grind. It's the stretch run. Four weeks left to the season. It, it, and like we've we said enough already, like it, it can go any way. No one is clinched yet. Seeds can bounce all over. We're, we're in. For, this is a very entertaining football season. And, you know, we're in for a lot. We're going to end that off here. As always, Louis, God, thank you for it coming on. You know, real quick, give our listeners a chance. Go ahead and plug yourself, and where can our listeners find you? You can always find us at the Real Guy Talk Podcast. We are on YouTube, we are on Twitter and Facebook. We also do upload to Spotify. We do football and basketball, but outside of that, we do everything that guys talk about. You play video games, we talk about video games. You like superheroes and comic books, we also got that. We even do anime as I sit here with Luffy and Goku and all my guys sitting here. Yeah. We are just a bunch of nerds. We do all kinds of cool things. Um, we're going to be doing all types of gaming things coming in the near future into 2022 um, as we continue to just expand and broaden our horizons going forward. Yeah, you know, definitely. By all means, guys, you know, check it out. They got a great platform over there. What they do, he told you what they get. You, you, you get a, essentially, you get everything. So definitely, you know, give them a check out. Give them a follow on Twitter. Obviously, subscribe to them on Spotify, whatever it is. Check them out. If you're not already, make sure you're subscribing to us on Twitter at the Colts Beat at S I A Colts Beat. Make sure you give us a follow on YouTube, the Say It Again Network, where you can catch this show as well as all the other shows on the network. Again, not just football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all sports, and even some entertainment stuff as well as you guys are aware i am the battle chat host for the indianapolis colts ironically enough luis is the host for the pages so make sure you download the app rave on where you sport fans can be heard i'll be as i said we will actually be hosting the matchup this saturday so i hope to interact with all of you on there tune into the game and come kick it with us and for all of my glasses wearing friends team clicks 
Facebook.com backslash Colts Beat. Still going on. It is buy one, get one free. But as always, on behalf of myself, my guest, Luis, my co-host, Anthony Gulick, who cannot be here in the Say It Again Network, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for listening. And as always, that is the Colts Beat because we are out. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.